For voters, it's his age that they're concerned about, his mental acuity, his health. Uh, what does that tell us? Well, <laughs> I guess to say the least, the, 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 the polls are not, uh, we're not great. And it tells us that, you know, voters are expressing uh, some apprehension here. It's, it's pretty clear. I mean, there's not much else you can say when you, you look at them. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, James Carville, affectionately known to the media as the Raging Cajun, shaking his head, uh, rolling his eyes, and suggesting that he's wetting his bed over Joe Biden's poor poll numbers. They really like winning. And if they think they're not going to win, they, they start wetting their beds. And that's what he said, right? His, uh, his wife has put rubber sheets on the bed because that's how distressed and distraught James Carville is over Joe Biden's poll numbers, which it would be fair to say are not good. They have a CNN poll. You know, CNN wanted good poll numbers, but now they're in a panic. You can hear it in the voices of all their anchor boys and anchor girls, Democrats all, most of them former Democrat Party operators before becoming Democrat Party operators at CNN, but the poll numbers, uh, they're no good. And uh, Joe Biden's brain, she's a no good. She's a no good at all. Not so good. We got that, but very bad. There are numbers like 73 and 39 and 69. I'll uh, tell you what those mean in a few minutes. Pretty amazing stuff. They've got uh, Nikki Haley, uh, one-to-one with Joe Biden. Nikki Haley handily beating Joe Biden in a presidential competition. 49% for Nikki Haley, 43% for Joe Biden. That's a veritable landslide at this point. Uh, So that's quite fascinating. And James Carville on CNN, of course, with his good friends at CNN. They all sleep together. And and he's uh, got them all in a tizzy, in a panic. And the anchors, one anchor after after another, they got people like, uh, you know, the earth is on fire, we're all going to die soon, Katie Porter on CNN. Uh, And they're all very distraught and distressed. You You can hear the hand wringing. Even in the audio, you can feel the stress in their voices when they're talking about Joe Biden being their nominee next year and potentially winning, spending another an additional four years. So another five, five and a half years of Joe Biden in the White House. Hey, 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 Festus. Hey, Gusty. He's, uh, you know, if you're making a Western movie, he'd be Cookie. He'd be the guy that uh, makes the chili and the chuck wagon. He's uh, the guy's not the president of the United States. Don't be ridiculous. He's on his way to India now. India. Uh, Delhi, New Delhi, for the big uh, G20, the G20 thing. And uh, we're not expecting much from him. Uh, Xi Jinping, a ricochet rabbit, is not going to the G20. And Vlad the Impaler Putin, not going to the G20. Uh, Probably afraid of being assassinated or something. It's a fascinating world we're living in. And Joe Biden, he's he's going to India for the G20. And uh, he's going to wear a funny shirt and uh, maybe eat some funny food. That could be a problem for him, I think. Then he's on to uh, Vietnam, 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 as um, uh, Ted Kennedy used to say, to uh, Hanoi. He wouldn't go to Saigon. He would call Saigon Ho Chi Minh City. I bet he does call it Ho Chi Minh City when he's there because he loves Ho Chi Minh. Uh, and he's a lefty. He's not. He's too stupid to know the difference, but... Uh, we've got all that going for us. And then he's on to Hanoi, where he's going to meet with the communists and suck up to them. And that's why he's not going to be back in time for September 11th um, remembrances and ceremonies. He's going to spend that at a refueling stop in Alaska. 
um, Elmendorf. It's an Air Force base. They're going to stop for gasoline on Air Force One. And uh, that's it. He's not going to be because he's going to be too busy with the commies in Hanoi. They should bring Jane Fonda along with them, don't you think? Or you think Hanoi Jane is on Air Force One? Because they're birds of a feather, aren't they? And Hanoi Jane could go to Hanoi with uh, Lunch Bucket Joe, and they could have a good old time. They could sit in some anti-aircraft gun seats and, and smile with the communists and all that stuff. Uh, but, uh, but we'll get back to that, too. Crazy stuff. Now, since I mentioned that they're, you know, they're all sleeping together and they're in a hot tub of fun and, and all that, I think I need to update you on the uh, cringe Jean-Pierre's sex life, don't I? I know it's it's a uh, every Friday update on cringe on Pierre's sex life. Not really. It's not really. But but today I've got an update for you because it matters. You know, I talk about how it's a big it's a great big, uh, uh, you know, circle fest in a hot tub with the news media and the Democrat Party. And I like to remind that it was Benito Mussolini that d- defined fascism of a merger of state and corporate power. You know, the corporate media and the Democrat Party and how they're all together in a well-lubricated sleeping bag, sleeping under the stars uh, with uh, not so much as a pup tent over them. Got a pup tent? How do you make a pup tent? Never mind that for now. But uh, here's the story. Here's the story today. Cringe Jean-Pierre, you see, uh, the White House spokesmodel, reveals split from partner Suzanne Malveaux. Uh-oh. Suzanne Malveaux, you know, the CNN White House correspondent, the longtime CNN reporter and anchor and so on. The lovely Suzanne Malveaux has been shacking up with Cringe and Cringe as the Democrat White House Biden administration spokesmodel uh, also uh, plays Raggedy Ann on Broadway, interestingly enough. But Suzanne Malveaux, uh, CNN, longtime CNN reporter, who has a twin sister, by the way, named Suzette. Suzanne and Suzette, uh, the Malveaux twins, and the possibilities. But uh, Cringe has been shacking up because they're on the LGBTQ uh, spectrum, and they've been shacking up together because, you know, it's just a perfectly wholesome Democrat Party uh, media relationship. They're, I say they're in bed together, uh, and I mean it. I know. I know these people. I've worked with a great many of them, and I still encounter some of them. They're not as uh, conversational as they used to be most of the time, but that's okay. So cringe on Pierre splits from her partner, Suzanne Malveaux, her longtime partner, according to the Daily Beast. And I wonder how this will affect CNN's coverage or uh, the White House's treatment of uh, CNN. It's hard to say. But uh, the Daily Beast, radical left-wing extremists, cringe on Pierre separates from longtime partner, colon, that's then they love their colons. I'm a single mom, in quotation marks. That's what it says, in quotation marks. White House Press Secretary Cringe Jean-Pierre, known as Cringe, widely known as Cringe, revealed that she has separated from her longtime partner, former CNN anchor Suzanne Malveaux. The press secretary's unceremonious announcement came toward the end of an extensive Vogue magazine profile published Thursday. It's a Vogue magazine profile. It, as you can imagine, it's a glowing profile. Uh, Nary has heard a discouraging word. I'm a single mom who is co-parenting this amazing kid, Jean-Pierre told the magazine. Our number one priority is her privacy. What does that have to do with anything? And to make sure we create an environment that's nurturing. 
Well, I'm a little worried about the environment myself. I'm, I'm you know, because what there's a hurricane in the Atlantic Ocean in hurricane season, and uh, that always disturbs me. Jean-Pierre and Malveaux met at the 2012 Democratic National Convention in Charlotte, North Carolina. A lot of things go on at conventions that people don't always talk about. Jean-Pierre recounted in her 2019 autobiography. She's already got an autobiography because such a fascinating life. Moving forward, it's called. The pair adopted their daughter, now a nine-year-old, not long after. That reminds me of Katie Porter again. A lot of things remind me of Congressman, uh, Congresswoman Katie Porter, the Democrat from California, who explained to Greta von Funberg that uh, while speaking to her nine-year-old daughter, uh, she revealed that her nine-year-old daughter is terrified of the weather. I told my nine-year-old daughter that I was going to be speaking with you, and I said, what do you think about climate change? And she said, the earth is on fire, and we're all going to die soon. Soon. And I asked her how that made her feel, and she said it made her feel angry. Angry. Feel angry. Die soon. Fire. That's uh, child-rearing Democrat Party style. That's why some of them end up being suicide attackers, have so many, as so many Democrats have. The uh, Democrats have had suicide attackers in Arlington, Virginia, uh, on Capitol Hill, right at the Capitol building, uh, you know, attacking members of Congress in Virginia and trying to murder them all. A suicide attack, uh, attacking U.S. Capitol Police, suicide attack, attacking New York City Police officers, Ramos and Lou, suicide attack, attacking police at a Black Lives Matter rally in Dallas, Texas, murdering five, wounding nine, suicide attack, attacking police, uh, and uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, suicide attack. They love suicide attacks, but never mind that. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very, I'm a little concerned about the adopted child of Cringe and Suzanne Malvo, though. You know, I care very deeply about about my fellow man and all that good stuff. So that's kind of exciting news. I've uh, I've got to say, that's news you can share at a cocktail party. It's uh, you know Friday, <laughs> so uh, later on maybe cocktail. And it's uh, supposed to be 92 degrees, I think today, and that always throws Democrats into a panic. I um, I of course live in Washington D.C. and so there are a lot of uh, left wingers. It would be fair to say a lot of left wingers which is why we have so much crime, so many shootings, so many carjacking, so much looting, because, you know, that's what the Democrat Party is known for in 2023. Crime, illegal guns, shooting people, mass shootings in particular. Um, and, uh, of course, carjacking and looting. They, they love looting. In fact, you know, grocery stores are closing in Washington, D.C. and other stores closing in Washington, D.C. because Democrats steal so much that they can't stay in business anymore. But, uh, but we got that. Yeah, also the Vogue magazine, back to uh, cringe. The headline is White House Press Secretary Cringe Jean-Pierre has made history, hyphen, and waves. She's made history and waves. See, that's uh, waves and history because, you know, she's uh, a black woman, lesbian, immigrant, and to Democrats... Nothing matters more than that. Those are the things that matter most because they care very much about who you sleep with and what your race is, whereas most people don't because it's the 21st century here in Western civilization. But, uh, but never mind that. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And combining a few of these elements, Erin Burnett at CNN, she's a Democrat Party activist as well, uh, asks House Dem, that's uh, Katie Porter, 
if the party should, quote, start seriously looking at someone else, end quote. After brutal Biden poll. Be brutal? So the brutal Biden poll is out. And now, you remember uh, Aaron Burnett used to be at MSDNC where uh, Chris Matthews would drool over her on live TV and uh, talk about, hey, move a little to the left. Can you get a little closer to the camera? My, what is it? Is it coming in closer? In no, coming, coming further, coming closer, really close. What, what are you? What are you? <laughs> Just kidding. You look great. Anyway, it's thank Aaron. It's great to have. Look at that look. You're great. I don't even know. I'm gonna have to go look at the tape here. I'm <laughs> no, in a you're strange beautiful. Thank you. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You're a knockout. Anyway, thank you, Aaron Burnett. <laughs> all right. It's all right later. getting bad news from you, even. Yeah, it's all right getting bad news from you. She can tell you about sh- the plane crash with a gleam in her eye. Uh, give us dirty laundry. Uh, pretty amazing event. Yeah, they had um, uh, the earth is on fire and we're all going to die soon, uh, Katie Porter, on CNN yesterday and asking him, is it time because, you know, months ago I said Joe Biden will not be the nominee next year. Months ago. I posted a video, perhaps you saw it, talked about it on the uh, on the uh, air on the radio as well. Um, and now the media is starting to, uh, they, you know, the natives are restless and they're, they're rumblings in the uh, fake mainstream media about finding someone else because they're way behind me once again. Boy, are they way behind me. Speaking of being way behind me, there is a funny story in the Washington Post today, unintentionally so, of course, but a uh, the front page of the Washington Post today, there are two attacks on Donald Trump uh, and then minority businesses because race is everything, and then racial turmoil at the Sierra Club of all places because a leftist took over the Sierra Club. So now the Sierra Club, you know, they used to like nature. Now they like racial polarization because that's your Democrat Party. But there is a funny story uh, off of the uh, front page uh, attacking President Trump, one of two on the front page attacking President Trump, where they lay out some statistics on, on Republicans versus Democrats who are aware of and concerned about Joe Biden and the Biden family's uh, irregular financial behaviors, you know, Uh, dozens of LLCs, tens of millions of dollars, Ukraine, Romania, Russia, China, and Democrats shrug. Where do you hear these poll numbers? The Democrats shrug and they're like, what? Nothing to see here. And in fact, the Washington Post says right in their story today that there's nothing to see here with this Hunter Biden stuff. There's no evidence. They they actually don't follow the news, another thing I remind people of frequently. They don't follow the news. But the poll numbers for Joe Biden real bad. Even CNN is getting the jitters, the jitters. Uh, Hunter Biden says, uh, and uh, I guess he was testifying, that he doesn't know nothing about no laptop or any of that stuff on the laptop. He's uh, He says he's embarrassed by the pictures, and some were posted on Pornhub. Pornhub, Hunter Biden, from his laptop. But he still denies that it's his laptop, which is a pretty good trick. It must have something to do with the crack. I'm just guessing here. Illegal alien kids in New York City. Crime and no punishment. The Democrat Party. Uh, And Democrat hypocrites. Just covering the waterfront. We are at 888-630-9625.
Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Bam, bam, bam. All right, Michael. Let's go to a uh, let's go to a telephone call. Get our Friday started off talking to the nice people. Got a lot to get to today, including my event tomorrow in Winchester, Virginia, which is uh, still uh, still open. Uh, WinchesterGOP.org. But right now, let's go to the telephones. Uh, let's go to Tony calling from Tampa, Florida. Tony, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Thanks a lot, Chris. What I want to say is this. If Nikki Haley is beating uh, Biden by five points, five, six points, whatever the case that is, then nominate her. Nominate, put her at the head of the ticket. I like DeSantis. I like Trump. But we have to beat whatever Democrat they put up, and that'll probably be Gavin Newsom. We can't afford another four more years of a Democrat in the White House. We can't afford... Uh, Democrats anywhere, Senate, House of Representatives, school boards, whatever the case may be. We need a Republican in the White House. Then we wouldn't have to put up with all that climate crap which destroys the economy. Thanks a lot, Chris. Yeah, you bet. Very well done. <laughs> right to the point. Yeah, Joe Biden, in fact, just cut off more oil development in Alaska because he might fly over the top of Alaska on his way to uh, someplace, uh, India. Uh, but um, a lot said by Tony there if Nikki Haley is out front, and according to the latest polls, and it's the left-wing pollsters, they didn't want these results, but Nikki Haley uh, versus Joe Biden one-on-one, head-to-head. Nikki Haley with 49% of the vote and Joe Biden with 43% of the vote. Uh, Tony, i got to say, I think a lot of other Republicans are going to uh, fare quite well against Joe Biden, too, in head-to-heads, and some of the polls are already showing that. Uh, and you talked about Gavin Newsom also, the uh, California gubernator who is, uh, you know, a, a toothpaste ad. And they love that because to them, it's all just an ad campaign. It's a cable television show. And instead of getting the date and the rose at the end of the process, you get the White House and Air Force One become the most powerful person in the world. Pretty amazing stuff. Uh, but, you know, we're more than a year away, and I suspect an awful lot is going to happen between now and then. Some of it good, some of it not so good. All right, a lot to, uh, lot to talk about. A lot to get to. We'll try to get to as much as we can. And also, I want to uh, share with you, I, I do have a... I have an event tomorrow evening where I'm going to go and, uh, you know, have a beer and meet the nice people, eat a little food with the Winchester, Virginia Republican Committee. Uh, and I want to fill you on fill you in on that in a couple of minutes because you can still get uh, tickets uh, for uh, tomorrow night at the 
Winchester Republican Party website. Um, and uh, it's going to be fun. Some friends of mine setting it up. WinchesterGOP.org. .org. It's uh, .org. And uh, that's coming up tomorrow night. So I'd uh, like to see you there. Take a look. See if you can make it. Win- beautiful Winchester, Virginia. I love Winchester, Virginia. Uh, but right now, let's go uh, Let's go back to the telephones. Let's, uh, we're talking about Joe Biden, who's uh, traveling to India and then Hanoi in Vietnam. And therefore, he will not be able to make it back, the White House says, in time for September 11th ceremonies on Monday, uh, which will be held, of course, at Ground Zero in New York and, and Shanksville, Pennsylvania, and at the Pentagon uh, just across the mighty Potomac River from Washington, D.C. in Arlington, Virginia, uh, the Pentagon where I worked for 10 years, my office in the Pentagon for 10 years, and I was there that day, of course, on September 11th, 2001. Uh, but enough about me. Let's go to let's go to the telephones. Let's go to da, 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 let's go to Mike calling from Gainesville, Virginia. Michael, you're on the Chris Plant show. Happy Friday, Chris Plant. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know, last time I checked, uh, Air Force One can be refueled in the air if they need to, if they want to. They don't generally do it when the president is on board. But if he had to get back to Washington for an emergency, he could do it. He's just choosing to go to Alaska, of all places, which is not really on the direct line between Vietnam and the United States. He could go to Hawaii, but uh, they've chosen Alaska for some odd reason. Well, you know, Hawaii might be a little sensitive to a visit from Joe Biden now because of the catastrophic fire in Maui and uh, his clownish visit and the flat-footed federal response uh, to the disaster there where hundreds of Americans were incinerated. We still have more than 300, what is it, 385 still unaccounted for and missing. Uh, And you notice the news media is not covering it. The government's not talking about it. The White House press corps doesn't ask cringe about it. Uh, They probably won't ask about breaking up with CNN reporter and anchor Suzanne Malvo either. Uh, They'll leave that to Vogue magazine. But you're right, of course. Now, I mean, he could be back in time uh, by cutting uh, cutting short his visit to Hanoi, uh, or just having scheduled it in the first place so that he didn't miss September 11th in the United States. Be the first time a president of the United States since uh, 2002 uh, that a president of the United States has not been uh, at one of the locations, the three locations, New York City, Shanksville, Pennsylvania, and uh, and uh, the Pentagon. Those are the three sites, and presidents have been at one of those sites every year since 2002. Uh, but Joe Biden, he's not going to. He's going to be uh, stopping at a remote uh, Air Force base, uh, Elmendorf Richardson, it's called now, in, a, in, in Alaska, near Anchorage. And uh, you're right, it can refuel in flight. Uh, it's a big 747. It has that bump uh, on, the, uh, on the frame of the plane, the fuselage, just above the cockpit and the, uh, the front windows where the pilots are, and the uh, plane can refuel in flight. You, you sound like you have some background, maybe your Air Force, because you said they don't generally, when the president's on board, there is a, a certain amount of risk associated with refueling in flight, and they do tend to, the, to err on the side of caution when uh, they're flying the president of the United States on Air Force One. Right, Mike? Yeah, I've got no background in the Air Force. I just read that on the Internet, but uh, it sounds <laughs> logical. Yeah. But, you know, uh, Kamala, 
where's Kamala going to be on September 11th? Is she going to New York or is she just going to bus over to the Pentagon? You know, I, I that's uh, funny. And I think I read last week that she was going to be in New York. I think I read that. But I'm going to have to fact check myself on that, Mike. And I, you know, you mentioned refueling in the 747s. And I'm, I'm reminded when I was at the Pentagon um, and uh, a news guy covering the Pentagon, I got to do lots of great boondoggle trips with the uh, the military, including uh, Kamala, who was uh, in Jakarta, Indonesia, at least until yesterday, I believe. Um, and I got to fly from Andrews in uh, in Maryland to to Jakarta, uh, and uh, that was uh, that was a great trip. Also got to fly aboard, and and the defense secretaries then were using the E four B. I don't know if you know this airplane. But it's a 747 that looks a lot like Air Force One, U.S. Air Force 747, that looks a lot like Air Force One. People mistake it for Air Force One. Commonly, it's a big white plane with, uh, with uh, blue stripe and some, you know, 747 with some domes on the roof and stuff because it's a doomsday plane uh, and a really amazing plane. But I got to fly nonstop from Andrews to Sydney, Australia, Mike, aboard the E-4B. And we refueled in flight twice en route to uh, Sydney, Australia, a flight of 19 hours and 45 minutes. I believe it's the longest flight I've ever taken aboard the Air Force, U.S. Air Force E-4B uh, 747. And I was uh, able to go up to the cockpit for both refueling uh, stops as well. Uh, And that's uh, great fun. One off of the West Coast, off of California, and then another refueling tanker came out of Hawaii and refueled the plane a second time, and uh, nonstop to Sydney, Australia. A lot of fun, a lot of fun. And I've also gone up, because I had lots of fun when I was covering the Pentagon, also got to go up in refueling tankers while while other planes came up and, um, you know, got uh, gassed up, got fuel. Uh, and I got to go down into the refueling bay beneath the, uh, the airplane where the operator with the levers is controlling the boom that goes down and pumps gas into... Uh, Airplanes, including B-2 bombers out of uh, Whiteman Air Force Base, the stealth bombers. I got to go up in the refueling tanker as B-2 bombers came up and got a drink. And, uh, you know, we were shooting video and stuff for, uh, for a TV story. Uh, just some of the fun things I got to do. My, my fun years at the Pentagon. Great years at the Pentagon. But when you said, uh, you know, Air Force One can refuel in flight, I started having flashbacks, Mike. Yeah, we have capabilities. We're just not making use of them. We're actually stopping in Alaska to refuel Joe Biden, not the airplane, although that is going to (laughs) happen. Yeah, that's right. And it's a convenient, I guess, excuse, uh, scheduling faux pas. But of course, it's not a faux pas. It's not an accident. It's not a mistake. It is Joe Biden avoiding being anywhere for the September 11th remembrance ceremonies uh, this year on Monday. That's... uh, that's uh, Monday, and he's going to be at Elmendorf in Alaska. They're afraid he's going to start talking about Bo during the ceremonies for 9-11. You know that's going to happen if he has to re- empathy. That's not a, not a strong suit. <laughs> that's exactly right. They're talking about Bo, his son Bo, who he, he tragically lost and keeps making false claims about that. But, you know, when you're a Democrat, you've noticed this, I bet, Mike. Uh, you can say pretty much anything you want in the news media. doesn't really bother to fact-check you or correct you on these incredibly false claims. Isn't it great to be a Democrat? It seems to be amazing to be a Democrat at the moment. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. 
That's uh, for sure. All right, Michael, thank you. Uh, thank you for the call. Uh, fun, uh, fun talk. Yeah, the E-4B uh, doomsday plane. They changed the name a couple of times, Night Watch. And, um, but it's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing airplane. And we used to, I don't think we keep one airborne 24 hours a day anymore, but it's a, a 747 U.S. Air Force. Um, and it can communicate with satellites and it can communicate with submerged submarines, submerged submarines, which is a difficult feat. Uh, and I know I've been in the belly of the E-4B where there is a giant spool, a giant spool. And on that spool, there is a, a very lengthy wire, which serves as an antenna. And they, they unspool the, the wire out of the rear end underneath the plane. Uh, and it's a five-mile-long wire that drags behind the airplane, maybe as big around as your pinky finger. And it drags behind the airplane and it is an ultra-low frequency transmitter aboard the airplane and the antenna with the ultra-low frequency, or very low frequency uh, VLF or ULF uh, transmitter in the belly of the plane. And it can communicate with submerged ballistic missile submarines uh, that are deep below the surface of the ocean and send messages like, okay, time to drop 24 ballistic missiles, uh, uh, you know, uh, nuclear warheads on, on Russia. It's actually uh, 24 missiles, but a lot more warheads than that. They're MIRVed, you know, multiple independent reentry vehicles and all that stuff on the ballistic missiles. Uh, but I'm digressing. I'm digressing, aren't I? Um, I do want to say, I, uh, I, I want to share this with you, because I was talking to my friends in, in Winchester, Virginia today, and the Winchester, Virginia Republican Committee uh, asked me to come out uh, some time ago now to spend an afternoon and hang out and have a beer and a glass of wine, and a glass of wine. Um, because the Winchester Republican Party, uh, inviting uh, me and inviting you to, to spend the afternoon tomorrow um, with me. And it's, uh, and it's a great thing. If you go to Winchester, make sure I have this right here, go to uh, winchestergop.org. That's the grand old party of Winchester, Virginia, winchestergop.org. And um, you can get tickets there. There are tickets there and all of the information that you need uh, all, that you need for the location. And it's a 4 p.m. go time, 4 p.m. go time tomorrow afternoon. So it doesn't cut into your day so much and your your dinner plans and and all that. Um, and uh, it's uh, yeah, it's great. We've got got a bunch of people and some friends of mine who used to work at the radio station here as well. And there's music and entertainment and. And all kinds of great stuff. Um, yes, sir. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, so Italian food buffet. Yeah, so go to uh, 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 Winchester, like the rifle, winchestergop.org, and I'll uh, see you there tomorrow. Get a, you got to get a ticket. It's not just open like politics and a pint uh, normally is. But, uh, but let's, uh, let's uh, plan on uh, meeting there because I think it'll be a lot of fun. Lots and lots of fun. I'm looking for the, I know I don't want to get anything wrong, so I'm trying to look stuff up and get it right. Uh, and uh, let's go back to the uh, telephones. We've got, we've got audio I want to share with you about the media shaking in their boots or quaking in their boots about Joe Biden being such a loser and the poll numbers turning against him, even in the CNN poll, that now the CNN anchors 
are uh, up there. They're in a tizzy. Oh, no, not Trump, not not ratings, um, <laughs> not Trump, but they're, uh, they're in a panic. And James Carville is literally talking about wetting his bed. He's so concerned. So I got that coming up. Let's go to uh, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Chris calling from Lindhurst, New Jersey, the Garden State. Chris, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Yeah, what I was saying to the to the caller, the, it's not by accident that they're not going to New York or or, or D.C. or or Sankville. It's it's on purpose. They're going to Alaska because if they get attacked for not going there, it'll be by Republicans. But if they go to these places and they get attacked, especially in New York with all the illegals and all this stuff that's going on, that that's headlines, right? If they get attacked by Republicans, they can spin that. If they get attacked when they get attacked by Democrats, it's a much harder spin for them. Uh, you're 100 percent right. And having a conversation about this a couple of weeks ago when we first learned that Joe Biden was not going to New York or the Pentagon uh, or Shanksville, my first thought, Chris, was that they're afraid he's going to be booed. Right. Yep. And they I can tell you, you know, it, oh, I'm sorry. No, just about in New Jersey. Right. Yeah. Like our governor is not going to a lot of places because of what he's doing with the parental rights, you know, um, going after parents saying, you know, that they can't know. He's going after uh, small towns that are saying that parents have a right to know what's going on with their kids. And he's saying no. So all these Democrats, what they're doing is they know that they can't defend these things and they can't and they also can't suffer through especially because November we have uh, our, our legislature is up for re-election so they're 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 trying to slow the bleeding because if New Jersey flips God's willing that's really bad for them yeah and it's an off-year election Virginia has off-year elections as well and you're right those are bellwethers as they say in politics but I believe that they're afraid, you know, because everything is optics, right, Chris? And this is a big mm-hmm. word they use yep. in Washington. And that's, oh, that'd look bad. And if Joe Biden showed up in New York and if he were roundly booed for a whole range of yep. reasons, military families might be inclined to, inclined to boo him. September 11th families certainly inclined to boo him. Normal uh, right-thinking Americans inclined to boo him. People that recognize the economy as a disaster, that our open border is a disaster. In New York City, as you cited, uh, Chris, the, the number of illegals in New York, overwhelming our most populous city, quite amazing. Um, and yeah, the, he doesn't want to be booed. He doesn't want to be shouted out and have, you know, look, when he went to uh, Maui, right, his motorcade went by and there were Hawaiians that came out along the side of the road to flip him off and boo and jeer. Um, and when Donald Trump was driving in Atlanta, there were uh, taxpayers and voters that came out to cheer his motorcade going by and wave yep. and smile. Yep. Uh, the Democrats are in a very bad place, and they know it. And wait till you hear this James Carville audio, because it's very revealing. Very revealing. Chris, I think you're on to them. And yeah, you're right. Um, you're a left-wing Democrat gubernator who's making all the wrong moves. Uh, has to hide from the public as well because they're making incredibly unpopular decisions. In fact, there are poll numbers out on, you know, how many people think that men should compete as women and boys should compete as girls uh, in sports. And it's a shrinking number of Democrats that even think that's a good idea. God, they've got a lot of bad ideas, don't they? And I got a little more detail on tomorrow's Winchester, Virginia event, too. 
where I'd like to see you if you can make it. That's coming up. Yeah, thanks for nothing. Thanks for nothing. All right. Uh, yes, uh, Kamala Harris will be uh, Lower Manhattan for September 11th, uh, back from Jakarta, Indonesia. And uh, Dr. Jill Biden, who's not a doctor, may or may not lay a wreath at the uh, 9-11 memorial at the Pentagon, since she has the Wuhan. So we'll have to see how her Wuhan is doing, but the plan is for that. And Joe Biden will spend the 9-11 um, you know, the time you'd normally be at memorial services, he'll be in Alaska because, you know, him, he's like that. Yes, sir. And uh, I, I did go look up just to clarify. Tomorrow evening, the Winchester Republican Party event, which I will be attending, is at the James Charles Winery and Vineyard, the James Charles Winery and Vineyard, which is in Winchester, Virginia, a beautiful place. And... Uh, uh, please go to uh, to their website, which is uh, easy to use. And I, I even I found the thing right away. It's uh, pretty good at the WinchesterGOP.org. Because you have to buy tickets because it's uh, also a fundraiser, you know, for the Republicans Western uh, in uh, uh, Winchester, Virginia, rather. So great stuff. And let's go. Uh, oh, darn. I've run out the clock on myself again, haven't I? I'll have to uh, get to the phones after the news break, after the top of the hour. Um, and we've got we've got a lot of uh, Democrat madness still ahead because you know how they are. And CNN, um, they've got to be heartbroken that Suzanne Malveaux broke up with Corinne Jean-Pierre. I don't know how that's going to affect their coverage. But the anchors and reporters at CNN are nearly apoplectic over the new low poll numbers for Joe Biden. I will share those new low poll numbers with you. And uh, James Carville is concerned about wetting his bed, which is, you know, that's a sign. That's a sign. And they had the apocalyptic Kitty Porter on to lament Joe Biden's poor poll, poor poll numbers as well. We got uh, Chunk Todd and Gavin Newsom for you. Uh, and... You know, crime, mayhem, and hypocrisy still coming up. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.